Say what? Say what? Say what? The Welcome to the Hell With It podcast. I'm Walt. And I'm Royal. <sighs> this week's turn of events with yeah. number 45, a.k.a. Crybaby, a.k.a. Pamper Wearing, a.k.a. Orange Tangerine Man with the Bad Hair. Yeah. It, it, the thing that's concerning me it's the judge who's overseeing it. She is a 45-appointed judge, and you can see she's bending as much as possible to try to help 45. Yeah. Because yeah. the lawyers will file something, and she'll say, you didn't file this correctly. Go refile it. She keeps giving mm-hmm. these guys all kind of chances. And wherever he asks for, she's like, okay, I'll consider it. But, you know, the interesting thing is that in spite of all that, it's still going to blow up in his face because the more that she's being complicit, I'll use that term, with respect to him, uh, it's just causing the DOJ to uncover more and more evidence about his mishandling of highly classified documents. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's really no other way of looking at it. I mean, they, they just uncovered there were 42, 43 files, uh, folders that were empty that had uh, top sensitive, what they call um, SCI classifications, which is the highest level of top secret clearance uh, uh, class. With respect yeah. to, you know, to sensitive, you know, information. I mean, it's it's called SCI, uh, sensitive compartmentalized info, which means that a person, even with one with just a secret clearance, their their level of clearance is not high enough to even look at these documents. And the interesting thing was, you know, when when they captured, you know, these these boxes of of uh, documents, many of them didn't have the level clearance that they needed to even look at it. So they had to get their classifications up. But, you know, it, it, it goes, in, you know, it beckons the question, like many of the, the individuals in, in the intelligence community are asking, Okay, so if there were 42 folders that had items missing, where are these items? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and to piggyback what you were saying, these people now have to get their, you know, classification raised and, or get classification. To me, mm-hmm. because it's a rush job, are they really – because usually when you're trying to get – that type of classification, you're heavily vetted, and it takes a while. So that tells me they're just going to be, you know, giving these people clearance and not do all the vetting that they need to do. 
Well, I I I kind of have to I kind of put that one give give more clarity to it. I mean, I've had clearance to not necessarily to that level, but once you get a certain classification within the agency and because you know the the classifications comes out of DOJ in the first place, it doesn't take long to get that next level of clearance because number one, the uh, the attorney general has to sign off on it, and I'm quite I'm quite certain that uh, knowing that he was sending these individuals in to you know to to uh, to get these materials, um, it only really takes you know, a few hours to get that next level of classification because you're already vetted in order to be in that position in the first place. So well, each level, go ahead. Well, I'm just looking at, I, I'll just use him as a nickname. I won't give his real name. Snake, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. somebody that I know that uh, is, that was mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I knew yeah. the vetting he had to go through. And when he moved up, it wasn't just instantaneous. He had to wait and have to go through some more hoops to get that. So that's yeah. what I'm going, yeah. going, you know. It wasn't like, okay, I want to do this, fill out the paperwork, and he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, from my, from what I was told from him, in some aspect, they were some vetting would start all over again just to be on be safe. Right. They would right. they would start the process all over again and ch- check all you know do all the check checks all the boxes. Yeah, and dot all the I's and cross all the T's. I mean, yeah. this guy went through hoops every level yeah. he went up. So I I don't know. I'm, I'm just going by what what Snape. You know, somebody, I, I just leave mm-hmm. it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, I, and I think the bottom line is, you know, sadly to say that, uh, you know, he he is truly a threat to the democracy and and security of this country, plain and simple. Number one, he should have never been president. I mean, based based on his his past track record, uh, there's no way that he should have been in office and definitely had access to, you know, to to such materials because we know. I mean, you know, ba- based on his on his lifestyle, based on his his thoughts and ideologies of which he presented himself when he was campaigning in 2016. Uh, to me, that would have been a red flag right off the top. Now we can't give this guy any kind of, you know, any kind of position where he's going to come in contact with, you know, compartmentalized information. If, you know, from a national security standpoint, um, you know, which is why he went into this office, man. So, you know, so lackadaisical and and handled things so. Um, Idiotically, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll I'll put it in you know in its in its simple term. Um, yeah, and you know because he's he is probably the most vulnerable 
president ever in the history of this country that could bring this country down and, you know, I mean, he's already sacrificed uh, in many respects our relationship with our our used-to-be allies. Sad to say, he's destroyed it. And, you know. And and, and I'll say this, as I said it a couple of times before. When he was, when 45 was president, he he didn't want to sit in security briefings. He had no interest. He would have people to read it for him. And he was like, they said he would be tweeting why they they would try to tell him stuff. So why all of a sudden when it's time to leave, he have an interest in security, those briefings? Right. And that, that's and, a and, red flag. Yeah. And, and the most idiotic statement that anyone could ever make, which came out of his mouth, is that, well, I instantaneously declassified everything. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. It don't happen that easy. And number one, you're mm-hmm. not the person had, who declassifies such documents in the first place. Yeah. You know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, every day there's a new adventure, you know, sort of like the Green Hornet. You know, every day there's a new venture, a new adventure that that comes to the surface, and uh, it, it's he knows that you know, as we talked about on several other podcasts, he knows that the walls are closing in on him deeper and deeper. You know, it's like being being in a vice. He's standing in the center of the vice, and both both sides of the vice or the jaws are closing in on him, and so he's he's hitting the panic button. No. Yeah, and, and and a lot of the Republicans know that the walls are closing in. Yeah, yeah. And people, I, I want everybody to think about this right here. Everybody thinks forty-five is the reason, the reason why the Republican Party are in the shape they're in. I don't agree with that for the most part. Because no, he's, no, he's not. He's not the solo person. That's for sure. Well, he's no one is forcing the Republican Party to be the way, you know, be this way. And mm-hmm. if you think about it seriously, I think what happened, they let it get so out of control and they're so comfortable. If forty five go away, it's this train is is this is a runaway train now. Yeah. Once he goes away, yeah. it's this this extremist stuff is still going to be going on in the Republican Party. Yeah, it'll, it'll be decades before they can recover and go back to some type of normalcy. Yeah, this is... So they, they can't... And I really believe the Republican Party right now is being who they really want to be right now. Mm-hmm. This is who they want to be. And I think it's so hard for white America who disagree with it, it's hard for them to understand and accept that this is the, the party, this this party is is where they want to be, I should say. Mm-hmm. They're having a hard time dealing with it. This is yeah. the truth coming out. This is them. Because how many times, I mean, you can even go back to 70s, 80s, the 90s, early 2000s. You were here about these people in closed meetings saying certain things about certain people, 
certain races, their ideology, they would say these things. Now they're just saying it out loud and doing and acting on it. Yeah. This well, you know, him. as you always say, the, the the genie's out of the bottle. Yeah. And they can't the they can't record it. Yeah. So this is the truth is out right now. Yeah. And it's hard for a lot of people to accept it. Well, it's it's and, because they're they're lulled into this this sense of security. They're lulled into you know it's you know I I, I like to refer to him as or compare him to Lucifer, you know, he he he's Lucifer and and the members of the the Republican Party who are being complicit with all that he's doing has been doing and and did while he was in office. They're like the third of the uh, third of the imps that signed on, you know, in 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 rebellion. Uh, yeah, it's. It, it's it, it's hilarious, and you know the the excuses that they're trying to give for his actions. I mean, is 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 beyond logic. I mean, you know, yeah. it's 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 just it's just hilarious. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, this in forty five. Just think about these two notes. What just happened this past week? 45 realized his base was thin. People were starting to slowly pull away from him. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, and I'm, I'm going to bring it all together. And then the second thing, QAnon was starting to die out. You weren't hearing too much about them anymore. Because, mm-hmm. you know, all that January 6th. That's true. Yeah, you know, QAnon was saying, on this day, this was going to happen. This day, and people were, were saying, well, none of that's happening. It's a bunch of crap. So 45 was saying, okay, my base standing out. QAnon was really putting me on the throne. So what did he do on his social media platform? He started posting QAnon quotes and theories. So now they're saying that Spark is back in QAnon. Mm-hmm. So he, he hmm. knows what he's doing. And like we said, yeah. that guy is so evil. So he knows what he's doing. He's going to spark these these extremist group again, and they're gonna rally behind him because he see he he's in so much trouble. So what he what he's gonna do? He's gonna put fear in people. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's talking about the civil war. Oh, they're they're <laughs> threatening poll workers. So that that's what they wanted. They they use scare tactics. Yep. And 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 if you if people look at history, this is nothing new. This is the old playbook they've been using for years and years. The yeah. only difference now, we have more TV or cable networks to, to televise it, and you got social media, and you it's throwing it in your face left and right. That's the only difference. But this has been going mm-hmm. on forever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different type of Jim Crow, basically. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. like a Jim yeah. Crow on steroids. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's really hilarious, you know. And you know, sad sad to say, um, it's many of the 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 
individuals that have been interviewed on on uh, MSNBC, CNN, and and several other, I'll say, right-thinking media organizations, uh, people who serve in in the security and counterintelligence uh, environment, they've all pretty much said that he's nine times out of ten he he he's going to be indicted um, yeah. because there's there's more and more information that's coming out and then you know in inconclusive uh in inclusive of that you know we've got the january 6 hearings that are getting ready to start up again and you know we 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 briefly talked about that how now they're looking at the money and and the interesting thing that's the same thing that uh Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward were um were asked to do by the the, uh, the editor at the Washington Post at the time, Ben uh, Ben Bradley. Same thing. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. And so been this is what they ever. Yeah, yeah. And you we, know, and, we've and, been and, saying it. <laughs> yep, yep. So it's interesting how now that that has surfaced. That uh, starting off with these new hearings, and they said that the hearings are going to be even deeper than they were the first go around. And so, yeah, this 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 should really really be an interesting uh, foray of information that's going to come out. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I've been saying this, and I'm going to keep saying it. The only thing is, if he's indicted, where do they go next? Because I still say he's not going to see a day in jail because he has too much information, and then the Secret Service have to be there with him. He, that They're not going to allow that to happen. The most will happen, he will be on house arrest. I really believe that, and they'll take everything from him. That's that's yeah. the most I see happening to this guy. I I really don't see this guy going to jail. I could be wrong. Hey, any you know I I look at it this way, and you know I I believe that we both view it the same way. God is in control yep. of everything, and yeah. you know if God wants him to go down, much like he did with King Herod, he will. You know yeah. and. So is would it say with man things are uh Im- impossible with God all things are possible yeah and yeah so, I, I I still think something major is going to happen yeah. before we get to that so I don't know what but I, I think something major is going to happen but yeah, he'll yeah. he'll overdose on Big Macs <laughs> <laughs> man. Because you know, you know, they got the new Big Mac sandwich that's that's either coming out or is out now. So I'm pretty wow. sure he'll be the he'll be the first on the on the test the test list to uh, to yeah. try them. Unbelievable. Yeah, and yeah. Now what is what is unbelievable? Yeah, you know, switching subjects. This water shortage in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh. First it was Flint, and still now going it's Jackson, on. and still going on. And then you got to um, think about the West Coast, place, uh, parts of Texas, parts of Arizona, parts of Nevada mm. having water water issues. 
Mm-hmm. So this is not this is like a, a ongoing thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's interesting, you know, and and it's you know you 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 kind of not want to be a conspiracy theorist to to some extent, but the but then again you kind of wonder. You know, why is it that it's happening in areas that are predominantly minority? Uh, well, I, I have a couple of, uh, well, reasons, I think. One, because it's in a minority, they could care less about infrastructure. They're not doing maintenance and repairs on the system mm-hmm. and just letting the system go. And then on the on the on another front, they're allowing it. They're not doing maintenance and allowing things to wear down so they can get land. So true, true. Hadn't thought about it in that respect. Yeah. So move yeah. move some people out. I don't know, but you know, it's. I just say it's been some theories out there, but. And, I mean, it, the situation where you were saying in Jackson, the governor, you know, when before it got, you know, uh, worldwide news, the governor told the mayor, the black mayor, uh, this is your, your this is your problem. Y'all need to deal with it. Then when <laughs> Deion, Deion Sanders, the coach of Jackson State football team, was you know going nationally saying he had to move his his players into a hotel. Everybody, all the news outlets wanted to run there and then making national news. Now the federal government is involved. Now the governor saying he's going to do what he can to fix the system. <laughs> mm. So and, and it goes to what I was saying. Five with Puerto Rico. Yeah, so just think about this. Now they're fixing the system. They could have fixed this system when they was having issues with this a while back. Exactly. Yeah, it's not. It's not they're, a new. It's not a new issue. They they yeah, they've reported exactly. that it's been going on for a couple of years. Yeah. So they they knew this was going to happen. They didn't yeah. care. So now they want to hmm. fix the system. <laughs> yeah. I, I I look forward to the same thing happening here in Georgia. Well, see, well, yeah, you know the infrastructure in Georgia is, is bad. Well, oh, yeah. I have to say yeah. this, in the South, the majority of the South, I believe infrastructure is bad. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, we talked about this, and we mentioned it before on the podcast. All this money we like to throw out, when I say we, I'm talking about the government, the U.S. Why can't you put some of this money back in these states and these cities to fix infrastructure? I know Biden was 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 saying that oh we're gonna do this money. This money is for infrastructure. Okay, true enough. You wanted to put money there for infrastructure, but all this money you throwing out, just doing it, don't have to vote on anything. You, you're just giving money to Ukraine and everywhere else. But why you can't just give money to places like Jackson yep. and Flint? Yep. 
Yeah. And go ahead and fix the system. Exactly. Because it's not a and, major and, priority. And, and all you hear is like, oh, we're sending water. Yeah, you're sending bottles of water. How long can people live off that? Well, here, here's the other the other side of that coin. Okay, so they're, they're distributing bottled water. Many of these people, and they've been advised that they can't even take baths or showers. Yep. So what, you're going to use bottled water to take a shower? Yeah. So, yeah. You know? Again, it's priorities, man. And and I'm yeah. telling you now, since now you're seeing it, it's starting to slowly happen in places like Nevada, parts of Texas, and places like that, and you know it's going to hit, it's, again, if it's at your front door, it's eventually it's going to go to someone else's front door. It's going to yeah. go beyond minority population. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's when it, everybody's going to be on the news. We got to fix infrastructure. We got to fix these pipes. Well, I I can pretty much rest assured had they saved some of that 50 billion dollars that they sent to Ukraine for a war that number 1 the United States did not start is the war between the two countries. Both countries are, <clears throat> excuse me, are of, uh, I'll say, communist descent. Um, we could have fixed many of the problems that exist in, in this country, you know, but it seems like the, the mindset is to fix those things that are outside away from you and ignore what is closest to you. But then... When this stuff really hits the fan, oh, then we have to reactively, overly reactive, resolve the issues because it doesn't look good for the country. <laughs> wow. Interesting mindset, I must say. I must say. Well, it, I, I think for, for the longest is. If if I'm all right, I'm good. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I, I think people are slowly realizing as a whole we are all in this together because what affects you is going to eventually affect me. Nothing is separate. Mm-mm. I, well, I, don't care. I, I don't care where you move or live. It, it, Everything comes full circle. They're letting 45, this guy, they're allowing this man to pretty much almost destroy this whole country and, and was, was trying to destroy the world pretty much. Well, you know, once a con artist, always a con artist. And as I've always said, a leopard can't change his spots. You know, he's been that way all of his life. And if people believe that by the age that he has reached, which is 76, that he was going to change, I got a bridge to sell you in Hong Kong real cheap. That's just his mindset. He's always been that way. He will never change until the day that he closed his eyes. Yeah. Plain and simple. You know, it's, uh, you know, and, and it's hilarious 
you know, based on many of the races that took place this week. Oh man, one of his main <laughs> candidates that he that he backed, Miss. Uh, what's what's more threatening? Uh, something about the a blonde with a hockey stick or something like that. Yeah, Miss Alaska. Terrible. Yeah, Sarah Page got well, blown not. out of the water. She thought in she her own Miss, state. She was Miss uh, uh, Miss Alaska. Yeah. People are tired of all this crap, and this is the election was stolen. People are tired. People trying are trying to move on beyond that. Well, separate in Georgia, they they still holding on to the Kemp Trump train. Well, you know, with that honestly, with that idiot Marjorie well, Taylor. Kemp, well, Kemp is not even associated with forty five anymore. Uh, on the surface. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I believe that he I believe that he is, you know, well, underground because because the people who's like, uh, believe it or not, Mike Pence and a lot of other Republicans in Georgia, they have this new group that trying to so-called move the Republican Party back to where it was. They are endorsing Kemp, and they're mm. talking against 45. Mm. So Kemp, I think he just don't want to say one way or another so he don't, you know, piss off 45 voters and they don't right. show up right. at the poll. That's exactly. why he's trying, to, he, he's trying to hide and don't say anything. He don't want to say too much at all. Yeah, yeah. He just want to stay hid. And this is so funny to me. You have Stacey Abrams in Georgia, Kemp in Georgia, and they both really pretty much are not doing anything. They're not campaigning. You you see a few commercials which are crap. I'm like, what is Mm -hmm. going on? But we already know that he's going to do whatever he can as governor at this point to – rig any possibility by any means necessary to stay in office with respect to voters. Or I'll say voters of color and those who vote against his his ideologies and his and his addendum. Um, but Stacy is much, much too quiet in my in in my per, from my perspective. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, for somebody who wants to be governor, she has. She has. I'm. I'm not going to go there. I, I know. I know you're laughing for a reason. I'm not going to go there. I'm not, I'm not going to go there. I'm, I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, you know, she's just not focused on the real zeal that it takes to be governor. No, the title sounds nice to her, as she stated in several in one of her campaign ads. But that's it, you know. The sound, heck, I mean, I would even like to say I would love to be a CEO of my own company. But if I don't put forth the work and the effort to become a CEO, then those are just empty words. And I think that's the same thing with her. 
You know, she she wants to be governor. She likes the sound of Governor Adams, uh, Abrams, I'm sorry. But she's not putting forth any kind of drive, ambition, um, works to be governor. You know, she has plenty of, of resource materials of which she could campaign on to, you know, to, to end that, that possibility, but she's just not, you know, she's just not putting forth the, the effort. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, the ball is in her court. You know, she's she's got a little more than 60 days to really, you know, to really stand up. Yeah. And and make and truly make our voice, you know, voice be heard. Um I don't I don't think she's really that hungry for it, to be perfectly honest, from my own observation. <laughs> I don't know. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? I mean, cause, yeah, because you, you, know you, you you're cracking up. Uh yeah, cause I, I, cause I know you you're holding back on that. So but, <laughs> uh I I'll just say this. I just think they are they're playing it safe because I think they don't want to piss anybody off or rub some voters the wrong way. And to me that's the wrong way to play it. You need to you, to speak on what you're trying to do and want to do. And then it tells you they don't have a plan. Well, here's the thing. I think, you know, from from what I've observed about Kemp's campaign ads, he's not concerned about pissing off well, anybody. Well, if you think about it, he has what? He has maybe, what, about three or four ads running? No, he's got about, I've, I've seen five. Five. Okay, that's five ads. But if you really yeah. think about it, when somebody's running for governor, you will see, or a major election, you're going to see, you're bombarded with ads. True. You're b- bombarded with campaigns, people knocking on doors and flyers and, and stuff in the mail and all of that. They're not doing well, any of this. Well, maybe he's, you know, he he's pretty much running on a on a neutral level probably until I'll say mid October. Well, I'll see, say then then what? his then his campaigns will will uh, will increase. I don't think so because if he talks too much he's gonna ask have to answer questions. He don't wanna answer questions mm-hmm. on abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're gonna put that to him on that. Mm-hmm. He don't want to – if he have to talk – if he start talking too much, somebody eventually is going to ask him about crime. So I, I think they all plan it. If we don't talk, come out and say too much, they're not going to ask us anything. I, I really believe that. Okay, so because when do you think they should start talking about their, 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 their platforms? They should have been started. What I'm saying is they're not doing it because both of them are, are playing it the same way. Right. And they okay. just, well, I think <clears throat> both are taking for granted that the voters are going to put them in there. And then right. I, I right. think Kemp also is, is counting on voter suppression, mm-hmm. voter suppression. I, I think he's counting on that too. But if you really think about it, 
they're they're like almost hiding out. You will see them on TV. You will see them doing press doing press conferences. You'll see them right. at events. They're not doing any of that because they don't want to answer the hard questions. That's true. Like, like what you That's were true. just said, you said earlier, and we've been saying all along, it's so much she could be saying about Kemp. That's the mm-hmm. very reason he's quiet. And for her, I, I don't know, really, I don't know why she's quiet. I, I think, I, I really, I don't know why she's quiet. I know that's and and that's what I'm saying. I I don't understand why she she's hiding in the shadows. I mean, Man, you know, I, she acts I, as though that everything is just going to fall into her lap instantaneously. Come November, I, I it makes me wonder is is again is something she don't want to answer something that will come up and she'll have to answer. I don't know, mm. because think of, if you know if you was in her situation, all this going on that you could say about Kemp, your face would be everywhere. That's true. So why are you That's not? absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know me. I'd be extremely because, vocal. Because you, you look at all these political, I don't care what state you go to, once they're out there, you even see it with the president. Or, or you, you know, even DeSantis, he run from the he run from the microphone. They they thought mm-hmm. they're going to ask the questions they don't want to answer. Mm-hmm. And I think right now they're scared of those questions to be asked. I could be wrong, but I, I'm like, what are you, I'm for Stacy's point? What is she afraid of answering? I agree. And and uh-huh. and, and it's like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say it all the time. She, she's not ready, and I'm right. beginning to think that she's not ready. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all a pipe this, dream for her. Yeah, all this is going on with the with the state of Georgia, mm-hmm. with the hospital closing, this and that, and and stuff. You see the newly elected mayor of Atlanta. What's his name? Andre Dickens doing these press conferences and stuff. Usually you would see somebody there trying to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Be on a platform and, with him. Yeah, and he's always out. Yeah. And he's already elected. Yep. 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 Well and so he's he was making rounds to these hospitals like Grady and and Emory trying to see what they would need because AMC is closing down, Atlanta Medical Center is closing down. You would think she would use that and go walk go to those different hospitals. Like if I become governor, I'm gonna make sure you have this. That I don't exactly. get it. I, I, exactly. I really I don't get it. I I do not yep. get it. I I have no answers. Yes, I neither, I, neither I, do I. I I think they both is just taking stuff for granted. I I really believe they both is taking things for granted, man. Yeah. Well. And it, right now he's beating her in the polls. Yep. At one time they were they were they were close. 
And like you said, now he's 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 several several many points up over her. So I, I don't know. So what words of wisdom would you pass along to who, Stacy? To Stacy, to our listeners. Um, I I I think. You just saying in general or about the uh, the election? I guess you know in 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 general. Okay, um, and, and, and it, the the thing you know we we talking about how you know you was you know how you were saying like forty five is the devil, and and you just think about all this evilness that's going on, and and it makes me think about something that Max Born said. He said the belief that there is only one truth. And that oneself is in the possession of it seems to me the deepest root of all evil in this world. And why I think about that, because if you think about it, these MAGA folks from 45 believe they are the only one that has the truth. Mm -hmm. And if they don't agree with it, it's not true. And, you know, Max Boren said for someone to think like that, that's the deepest root of evil. That's true. And with that, the hell with it. The hell with it. Thank you for tuning in to the Hell With It Podcast. You can reach us at the Hell With It Podcast at gmail.com. That's T H A H E L L W I T I T Podcast at gmail.com. Say what? Say what? Say what? The, the hell with it. The hell with it. The hell with it.